Hey, I know it might be hard to get you to believe me, but I want you to know that if you're ever feeling down or that everything is falling apart and you just wanted to stop, just know that there are people that are there for you. Whether you think it or not, you'll be okay. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I know you won't believe me at first, but you have to have a little bit of faith and a little bit of hope. If you're listening to this, just know that I believe in you. You're strong, you're loved, you're worth so much in this big world. Your potential is limitless. When life gives you lemons, you got this. Okay, guys, today I'm with Lexi Priestman. This woman has quite the resume um, from competing on the national team for the United States in gymnastics for several years to being a leader in crushing records at LSU. This girl is outstanding in so many ways. Um, through trial and adversity, she remains strong and continues to show how a positive mindset and staying motivated can get you through absolutely anything life throws your way. Um, what's up, Lex? Nothing much, Mo. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to just chat with you a little bit about adversity I have been through. Uh, but also, I just want to thank you because you've paved, paved the way for so many women as well. And you've just been an inspiration to not only myself, but so many people around you. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh, thanks, Lex. I mean, growing up together, I think that we both have like we've conquered adversity together in so many ways, like me, you, my sister, and just like the whole training group we were with. I think that having each other and still continuing to be so close, which is, I feel like an amazing thing growing and going our separate ways and us being still so close that we are. It's, it's awesome. And it's such a blessing. I agree. I think it's so neat too, because not many people you go through college and stuff can say they're still friends after they've been through everything they've been through together. And you go through college thinking, you know, always everyone's going to be your best friend when you leave. But like you guys truly have been my best friends for my whole life. Um, since the minute you guys walked into CGA from the minute that I left. So I'm just so thankful. Oh, that makes me feel awesome. Lex. I appreciate you so uh, much. Um, of course. I so love you. I love you too, Lex. Um, so first I want to start off by saying congrats on your amazing gymnastics career. Um, you have achieved seriously so much success for both team USA and representing LSU for four years. That's, it's an amazing accomplishment to go from the elite world to go to college because it's such a huge transition. And I've talked to several different people about it and you living it and still continuing to be so successful and getting through a bunch of adversity and being such a leader is amazing. Thank you, Mel. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. So lots of um, lots of the listeners and I want to hear a little bit about your gymnastics journey, um, such as when did you first start gymnastics, and then what was that like point in your life like when you found out that it was something that would end up being such a huge piece in your life? Yeah, absolutely. So. I started gymnastics at the age of four, and I have a twin sister. Her name is Leah, and she started as well with me. Um, Our older sister, Jenna, was already involved, so my mom decided, uh, you know, we're jumping around in the gym. Like, why not put us twins in? So we did, and we started. And when I was about six years old, Enrique Javanino, who was my coach for quite a while, he saw a piece of talent in me that – drew his attention so he went to my mom and asked her if you know she'd be willing to bring me in at five or six o'clock in the morning on two days a week and my mom's answer was um absolutely not (laughs) and so for so long like 
I loved gymnastics. I knew right away, like, gymnastics was something I wanted to pursue at such a young age because I was driven to be in the gym. And I wanted to be in the gym not just for fun, but, like, I truly enjoyed conditioning. I truly enjoyed the hard part of gymnastics. And so when I was six years old, my mom finally caved, and she let me go in, and I absolutely loved it. My twin sister didn't last very long and decided, you know, gymnastics isn't for me, and she quit at level four. And I just kept going and kept pushing and grinding through those hard days um, all the way until I was an elite athlete, which was a dream come true. You know, every every gymnast dreams to make an Olympic team. But, like, even though maybe that didn't happen because of some adversity that I did hit, making the USA team was just as amazing. And just being there and being a part of such a big um, factor of my life now and being such a big piece of my life now is something that I will never forget. And I just probably think when I, as soon as I made USA team, that's when I was like, wow, gymnastics is a big part of who I am now. And then, you know, finishing my career off at an amazing university with amazing fans at LSU was also a dream come true. Um, I was committed to UGA, University of Georgia, for so long, um, for many years, and then had to make the, the big choice, a big, big choice, you know, to say, I'm going to decide and take my verbal commitment over to LSU. And that was probably the hardest hardest decision I ever had to make and the hardest phone call as well. So I don't know. I just think that is the main the main part of when I found out, you know, this is a huge piece of my life is when I became an elite athlete to the USA team. That's so awesome. But I think that you stating earlier how you loved the conditioning and you loved like the extra things like flexibility and nutrition and all of that stuff a lot of people aren't willing to make that a huge focus or they don't enjoy it. And that's really what separates those athletes that make it to the elite level and are so successful. And the fact that you were willing to put in the extra effort and want to conquer like your fears and your, and get to your goals of making USA team. Like you didn't want to just be an elite athlete. You wanted to be on the team and represent the country, represent your family and your coaches and, most of all yourself. I think that's so huge. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, a lot of people don't realize what's on the outside of what we do go through. Um, I just remember before I was homeschooled, going to school and coming in late and how embarrassing it was for me to, you know, have a Leo on, have to change my clothing, have to get all my books out while everyone else is maybe in the middle of a spelling test or a math test, all of this kind of stuff. And it's like, I'm walking in from gymnastics. And like, that was hard for me to Mm -hmm. have to put aside the fact that like, you know what, I'm, I have to make sacrifices. And if that's walking into school late, then that's what I need to do. And it comes to a point where you don't want to be so hard on yourself, but no one else can push you. Like, they can say you need to do this and this and that. But, like, it's honestly up to you at the end. Like, how bad do you want it? And that was something that I caught on at a young age. Like, I wanted it for myself. And I wanted it for bigger purposes than just the awards. I wanted it, you know, to be able to make an impact on others' lives. Yeah, that's so amazing. And you can see that from the outside looking in into your life. You can see that that's why you do it. You don't do it for the accolades at the end of the day. You do it for the inspiration or being the inspiration for so many other little girls that might have the same exact dream that you had, you know? Yeah. That's, that's just amazing. Lex. And I think it's not only me that sees that too. You're just like an inspiration to so many people Uh because that's your main focus and because you want to be a great teammate. And you can see that even at LSU, like 
you were you were the one that was always screaming on the sidelines and helping everybody out that might be in need. And I always see um, like the uh, your other former teammates posts of saying like. I miss my mom Alex or like little stuff like that. And that just shows that you really did make an impact. And like what you're doing is just, it's something that definitely doesn't go unseen. You know, I think Thank you, it's, Mo. it's awesome. You make me so. tear up in a minute. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I need to do. I'm just, I, it's just, it's so true though. And I feel like a lot of Thank people, you they don't know how to separate the fact of winning the accolades, but then also staying humble and realizing and taking a step back that yes, and yes. knowing that that's what you're doing it for. You're doing it for all the little girls that are looking up to you or boys or whoever's looking up. You know what I mean? So Right, right, for sure. Yeah, but the journey through your gymnastics career was not all rainbows and sunshine, and you kind of hinted at that, hinted at that earlier, um, especially when it came to injuries. What were some of your experiences of adversity through your injuries and overcoming them? Yes, wow. Well, I could go on and on and on about this, but like <laughs> honestly, it's kind of like what I stated earlier. A lot of people know the adversity I went through, but they don't see the outside looking in, and like for me. They just see the outside. They don't see the inside of what I felt and, like, how discouraging it was to go through 10 surgeries. And even though half the time I had a smile on my face, that was because I cared so much about, like, making sure that, you know, I was making an impact and being able to say, if I can get through, you know, my ninth and 10th surgery, you can get through it also. And I started off um, with a toe injury that was actually disgusting. My toe was dislocating all the time. Yeah, I remember that. It was bad. (laughs) So that was my first surgery, leading to an ankle surgery that my ankle bone just completely snapped in half, to another shoulder surgery, then ankle, two more shoulders, two knees, a wrist, and yeah. So like I've had ten surgeries, which it wasn't an easy process whatsoever. But it is something that has made me who I am today, and adversity has made me the person I am today. And adversity has made me the person I am today, so I can share it with others who are going through it as well. And like I said earlier, like they don't always know what's going on in the inside. But if you are someone that is dealing with you know, um, challenges or obstacles that you are facing, feel free to be able to reach out to any of us girls who have been through it because we understand what you're going through. And sometimes it's different hearing it from you know a mom or a dad or a grandma compared to an athlete to an athlete because we understand what you're feeling we understand that we do have those negative thoughts sometimes of just wanting to quit and give up but we're bigger and we're stronger than that and if you've made it this far then keep pushing because there's always sunshine after there's rain and I truly believe that now after going through everything that I did go through yeah I completely agree with everything that you said and It's so easy for somebody to give advice on something that they haven't been through, if that makes sense. Yes. But when when you can actually, like, relate to it and you see the person going through something so similar that you went through, it's it's almost tougher because you have to be honest. And it's, like, the brutal honest truth and, like, you know this is what you're going to go through, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And that's so important that, like, you connecting with other people that have been through different things is amazing. And... The Thank fact you. that you're willing to open up and share your stories um, with other people to help them through the similar situations is um, amazing as well. Thank you. For sure. Um, so even though you went through 
so much adversity through those injuries in the sport. How did you stay the course and continue to stay motivated and positive? Whether that be like staying in the gym and doing like the working out that you can do or mental training or different stuff like that. Yeah, I have to say, I was just always motivated to keep moving forward. Even when I was hurt, like, I was in the gym conditioning, whether I was doing one arm leg lifts. Like, I have a video of myself doing one leg arm um, leg lifts because I couldn't do it with my other arm. I was having surgery. And, like, now I look back at that and I'm like, wow. Because it is amazing to be able to look back and think, you seriously pushed through so much. And I don't think we give ourselves enough credit sometimes um, as athletes because we are hard on ourselves. We want the very best. We want to be perfect at things right away. But we go through so many tough trials that we have to give credit to ourselves because other people in the real world that aren't athletes, they go through stuff, whether it's getting fired from a job and having to find a new job, stuff like that. That's adversity as well. And they have to give themselves credit when they find a new job, but it's the same for us as athletes. So I think it's important just to remember like, what's your why in life? And like, it was always something that I had to find. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I going through this again? Why am I wanting to compete four years after I just had five surgeries and then I'm going to have, you know, five more during my collegiate career. But my why was something so much greater than myself. My why was, you know, God put me on this earth for a reason. He gave me this talent and I'm going to use it. And you know, it's audience of one and it's so much bigger than just ourselves. Yes. Oh my gosh, Lex, that's amazing for, so it's crazy that you said audience of one, because that's something that I've always wanted to get tattooed on me because Before every single meet um, in college, I would always write that on my wrist. And then, um, like, I even as a coach, I still do it now. But going going back to what you said, I think many times we think, oh, it was just the physical part that you had to overcome. But there's, it's actually harder to overcome the mental aspect of that as well. And like you said, people in the real world, that's a lot of the things that they go through is the mental or emotional adversity yeah. that they're trying to get through every single day and I've noticed that a lot ever since I retired gymnastics is like your mental strength and your emotional strength that you gained from being in a sport and like wow. doing so many hours in the gym and stuff like that it it helps so much like there's some things where I I like come in like it's an obstacle and I'm like oh this is easy I can get through this if I could get through two broken feet I can easily get through this mental yeah. you, know what, you know what I mean like I honestly I feel like I'm the same way because like I mean this is later on but like life after gymnastics is so much bigger than gymnastics itself yeah but gymnastics has taught me perseverance persistence work ethic and just being able to get through an obstacle and you know I feel like I have had a lot of a lot of challenges lately and I haven't looked at it as a negative whatsoever. I've looked at the positive side of it because I truly believe my life motto is everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I look back and I'm like, it really does happen for a reason. And I also tell you later on, but like I happen to be at LSU because of something bigger than gymnastics. And even though Georgia is an incredible school, I'm so thankful that I ended up at LSU. Yeah, and I'm excited to get into that, and that's actually yeah. next right now. So um, we honestly both have had some unexpected hardships that we've had to go through mentally and emotionally, and um, losing like some of the closest people in our lives to cancer and disease, and also losing family members unexpectedly. But 
I know how close you were to Gracie, which was your guys' like team mascot at LSU. And through her fight with um, DIPG, it's very similar to Shelby's story, my former teammate in her fight with brain cancer. But what legacy did Gracie leave on you and the whole LSU team? Because you guys had built such a strong relationship and still such a strong relationship with her family and um, everyone that she loves so dearly. Yeah. Well, I think it's really cool that, you know, first I kind of went through it and then you did. And we were able to really connect and get together. And like we said earlier, it's so much different when someone else is going through it with you because we understand, we know how hard it is. And I just wanted to thank you because every, every message you sent me meant more than you even know because you understood, you understand where I was coming from um, and some of my feelings and all of that. So thank you for that. And it's so cool too because, you know, we're Gracie Strong and Shelby Strong forever now. Mm-hmm. And we're not only living for ourselves, but for them as well. And to be able to live our days, live our life for them is also so important for living for ourselves. So um, going into Gracie a little bit, um, so that I'll tell you the background of how we met. Um, I was on Facebook one day, and to be honest, I hadn't been on Facebook for quite a while and decided just to hop on and check it out. And I read this story about a little girl who was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Mm -hmm. And I just broke down in tears and instantly I had the chills and I was just like, are you kidding? At this age, she's a gymnast who wants to continue gymnastics and be like an LSU gymnast one day. I'm like, how can this even happen? Mm -hmm. Like I was just devastated. I was like, I don't even know her personally. And I felt like I already knew her. And so I went to class that day and I left class early. I took my backpack and left class went home and got on my laptop because something kept just hitting me. And it was like, you have to reach out to this family. You have to. So I reached out to the grandma on Facebook and she's just the sweetest human being ever. And I was like, I just wanted to let you know, I read the story. I'm part of the LSU gymnastics team. And if there's anything that we can do to help you guys, please let us know. And her make a wish was to meet the LSU gymnastics family. Wow, that is crazy. I instantly was like, holy moly, that was God telling me, like, you have to turn around and go back and seriously reach out. And so I did, and, like, this was the outcome of this. It's a little girl who became not only someone that we just kept up with her story, but someone who became part of our story as well. And she became the reason that I was able to finish my senior year to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, after um, I met Gracie and she made such a big, huge impact on my life, she passed away on September 24th, which was my dad's birthday. Um, and I still had to go into my senior year and she was my wife for so long. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why am I doing gymnastics? I'm like, I'm doing it for her. I'm doing it to show that a fight in life isn't about fighting through just injuries. It's about fighting for your life as well. And So as soon as I uh, went home for Christmas break, I just was devastated. I told my mom, I told everyone, I was like, there's no way I'm going back to LSU. Like, I can't finish this this season out. And I truly, truly mean that when I say that. I was in such a bad place mentally that I was like, what, like, why am I going to go back and do this? Like, Gracie fought for two, three years with this battle Mm -hmm. of this disease and like, God took her home, and I just felt, like, lost at the time, and something told me during Christmas break, this isn't, you know, this isn't 
about your injuries. This isn't about you. This is about her. And you need to finish your senior season for your team, but for her as well. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up, my favorite year, my favorite memory was finishing out that senior year uh, because of a bigger purpose. And that was because I wanted to show her that a fight is worth it. Wow, Lex. I honestly am getting really emotional over here on this side of the phone. Me too. And I have goosebumps because so many people, it takes a lot for them to step back and realize that it's so much bigger than just you. And I think yeah. when when Shelby passed away, it's it was so similar. It was like, you think, why why am I feeling these emotions? How can I keep going? Like, And then yeah. I think I'm like, what the hell, Mo? Like, Shelby just fought for how many years? She was in remission yes. and then yeah. got, got re-diagnosed two different times. And here I am complaining about a stubbed toe or <laughs> just like, you know what I, I mean? Know. Just like something like so little. stressing out yeah. about finding a job and stressing out about kind of figuring out your life and all of that. And it's like, you know what? You have to take every, every single day as like it's your last yep. and like I know we read that quote sometimes and we see this these quotes but like do we truly take it in and really try to show that like mm-hmm. with our actions because you know words only mean so much but like sometimes you have to show it with your actions and that was something that they both did you know they showed that they were gonna fight they showed that nothing was gonna stop them yep. until God said you know what it's time for you to come home to me and both of them showed that mm-hmm I completely agree. And now they're probably flipping and doing gymnastics in heaven together, which is... I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah. It gives me peace knowing that they're in a better place and not having to fight through um, the different trials that they had here on earth. And that everything they've ever wished for, and they were both such strong Christians, Mm -hmm. which also gives me a lot of peace as well. Yeah. And just so much peace for the promise of heaven. And they're together right now for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, but um, you also had a another very unexpected passing and following your graduation and retiring yeah. gymnastics, your father had passed away unexpectedly. And it's like we said before, it's never easy losing someone that you love and something that you leave with several different emotions. And what has helped you to continue to stay positive, kind of just like keep your mind going and staying motivated and finding other, I think finding other ways to be motivated in different goals that you've set for yourself. It's it's definitely shown. So how has like that helped you stay motivated and positive through these certain trials? Yeah. So after I graduated, I went back home and my grandma was very ill and my grandma is someone that just means the world to me. And I know Mo, that was the same for you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like grandmas are something so, so special. And after gymnastics, every single day I would go to her house, like her little apartment, her and I we would make an ice cream Sunday, take a nap, and then I would leave. And like, I spent so much time with her. She called me all the time when I was at school, but like, I don't know, we just had a very, very special tight connection and she passed away. And then not two weeks later, we get a phone call in the morning that my dad passed away. Yeah. And it, it is something that is like, it doesn't even feel real still to this day. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I just feel like I look at a picture of my dad and I'm going to see him. Or I'm going to see him at a holiday or all of that. And like Thanksgiving this year was the hardest thing. And I like regret wearing makeup because I washed my face. I looked a wreck. And something just hit me during Thanksgiving because my dad has um, 
two brothers and a sister, but his brothers looked just like him. And so as soon as I saw them walk through the door, I'm like, holy moly. Yeah. Like, think of it's my dad sometimes. Yeah. And, which is really neat as well to be able to look at them and see my dad in them as well, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, but like you said, it's never, never easy losing someone you love, except especially the way that we got a phone call um, at 4.23 in the morning, which was my mom and dad's anniversary. Um, wow. And my cousin found out it was her due date the day before because um, she's having a baby. And, like, it was weird how all of these things kind of tied together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is neat. It's neat that my dad is with me every single every single day, every single moment. And that's why I think it was so not easy at all but like so just it gave you relaxing peace. right yeah. now to be able to sit down and talk about this mm-hmm. uh because I know he's he's here with me right now and I just have been able to continue to stay positive and press on through these trials because because I believe that like my dad would want us to do that and mm-hmm. he would want us to keep moving forward and to keep um kind of just making a legacy um, for for kids that will go through this as well. And you never think it's you that's going to go through it, but it, it happened to be my family who did lose someone that meant so much to us, our dad. And now that I'm able to keep going and find jobs and all of this, I do it because I live every day like it's my last. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, yeah. Lex. And um, like you said, there's so many signs that give you peace. Like when yes. someone you oh, love passed away, like just the, the whole time thing and the like just all those little signs, it shows yeah. that God did do this for a reason and that your dad yeah. is watching over you. Gracie's watching over you or your grandma's watching over you. And I feel like God does leave us those little signs because yeah. it shows that there is heaven. There is a place yes. where there's no pain. There's no more sorrow. Yeah. And you just have to be yeah. you just have to be strong because one day we're going to be there and we're not going to have any pain or adversity and honestly yeah. God's given you such it a gift. It makes me like to... so happy though yeah. to be able to say like one day we're going to be able to like hug them again. Mhm. No, I, I totally so, agree. Oh, it, it brings peace to my heart because what I would do to like talk to him or give him a hug right now, you know, yeah. and I know you feel the same way about uh, losses you've had as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think just cherishing the photos or like the little voicemails that we had of those people are so important yes. too. And it yes. honestly brings a smile to my face because we did get to share so many memories together and it's yeah. awesome. So, um, so what have you been up to following your gymnastics career? I feel like thank God for social media because we yes. can keep up with each other. And even though we don't talk every day, I get to see like your Instagram and your Facebook and all of that stuff. And, um, so grad, you graduated college last year and retired from gymnastics, which honestly your body is probably very thankful for. Um, <laughs> um, oh my gosh. But how is retired life, and is there anything exciting in the works for you? Yeah, so um, it's awesome, and I have barely anything to say about it because I love it, that's and awesome. I don't know if that's such a good thing or a bad thing in a way because. I just felt like I was burned out from gymnastics, and it was my time to step away from it. Yeah. And I, I truly believe it's a good thing that I did come to that to realize, okay, it is my time to say, okay, gymnastics, goodbye, and move on. But, like, I have had no issues with it. But also at the same time, like, I did go through those losses that kind of made me realize that life is so much greater um, and bigger than gymnastics itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of 
brought peace to me leaving gymnastics itself as well. So I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a good place right now mentally and physically. My body is like, thank you, Lexi, for stopping. That's awesome. Uh, That's so yeah, it's awesome. Um, I am doing Isogenics, which is a health and wellness business um, that I truly love because during gymnastics, I did deal with an, an eating disorder that wasn't exactly easy. Um, mm-hmm. It was on and off, just battling it. And it took me a while to even be able to open up about it because it yeah. was so difficult for me to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but it led me into something like a nutrition business that I am able to help others as well and stay on a good path and have desserts and have ice cream when I want it and not feel guilty about it whatsoever. So that just brings so much peace to me. And then um, also I started a little business, individual business that I started and it's called Advice Through Adversity because like this whole podcast we've done about adversity, we've clearly been through it. And it is something that I started because my heart was like, you need to just stay in gymnastics somehow. And I just felt like this was a way for me to be able to contact others and then to contact me to be able to help them through any challenges, whether it's fears, frustrations, fears of competing, um, coming back from injuries, all of that. Um, I just felt like this was my place to be able to help you guys through it. So it is called Advice Through Adversity. And yes. I'm so happy to continue helping others. That's awesome. And Thank so you. you have, you created a website. So why yes. don't you give the listeners like what that website is and how they can contact you for the advice through adversity and the different yes. um, advices that you can give them. Thank you. So um, actually my Instagram is lpriestman2016. And then you can also find me on Facebook, just Lexi Priestman. And I posted the website on those um, with a little bit of information about it and why I decided advice through adversity was something that I wanted to help others. Um, but you can also contact me at, it's my email, alexispriestman1 at yahoo.com and just subject that line, advice through adversity, so I can get back to you as soon as possible and we can schedule a session, whether um, you know it's about fears or anything that I talked about previously. Um, but the sessions consist of anything that's going to benefit you as an individual. So we will kind of chat about what you are going through, whether um, it is something that I can help you with in the gymnastics world or even outside of the gymnastics world. Um, but the session will be based around what is going to help your needs and wants. So, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And I was ju- I was literally just about to say that because even though you're – it's more focused on gymnastics right now because that's like your huge audience base. It could blow yeah. up and become something that can help so many different other people, um, even outside of gymnastics, in sports in general, in in just anybody in the real world, which is so awesome. I think that you have such a potential there, and you're going to have a lot oh, of success in that as thank well. You. I'm very excited to see how that goes. So. Oh, thanks, Me too. Yeah. I'm loving it. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Lex. And of I, course, I, thank you. I am just so excited um, that we got to do this podcast. Um, I've been looking forward to it so much because you just have so much going on that's exciting in your life. And I think that the listeners are going to love it. And I can't wait to hear everybody's reviews on this one. So, Thank you. And I'm so proud of you for doing this. I know it was a big step in your life as well. And it is awesome for your listeners. I've listened to a few and you're just amazing at what you do. So thank you for for being a light in my life, Mo. Oh, I love you, Lex. I love you too.